You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. The business of cannabis is brought to you by Cash Tech Currency Products, North America's leading cash management provider for cannabis retailers. Cash recyclers, smart safes, software and services, Cash Tech has everything the cannabis retailer needs to track, manage, and secure the cash earned in the dispensary. Don't take chances with your cash. Call Cash Tech and solve the problem. Visit www.cashtechcurrency.com to learn more. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. This is the business of cannabis. Welcome to the Business of Cannabis, where we take time to speak to some of the most interesting and innovative people in the cannabis industry. I'm Dave Sky, joined as always by my trusty co-host, Matt Cook. Uh, not much mystery about what this show is about. Uh, clue, it's about the cannabis business, how to best market and sell cannabis, cannabis-related products, what technology offers, uh, competitive advantage, how to position yourself for success in this increasingly crowded market. And hey, how to cut through all the noise and make decisions that deliver value to the bottom line. Uh, hopefully, we, uh, we meet that challenge today. We have two guests uh, who have very different solutions to very different problems, but these solutions have something in common, which is why they, we thought that they should be on the same show. Both are extremely innovative and offer something new. So first uh, up, we'll chat with Christian Valdez of Traffic Roots. Uh, Traffic Roots is a traditional uh, marketing and ad agency, but what's not traditional about them is they've developed a very unique advertising platform for cannabis. Um, and any business who's tried uh, uh, to advertise cannabis on Google and finds out very quickly that that isn't uh, a very good idea, uh, Christian's going to explain how their platform gets around this problem. Uh, then we'll uh, be truly switching gears and speak to Kuraj Keshvani of Rethink Financial. Uh, Kuraj has created a blockchain payments platform for cannabis retail. And he's going to tell us how dispensaries can legally accept visa and debit payments. And the emphasis here is on the legal. And I probably don't have to tell many of you what a, what a challenge of payments remains for uh, those in the cannabis retail space. So I'm looking forward to speaking with each of them. So enough intro, uh, let's delve. I'm Dave Sky, joined by my co-host Matt Cook. And this is the business of cannabis. is brought to you by Cash Tech Currency Products, North America's leading cash management provider for cannabis retailers. Cash recyclers, smart safes, software and services, Cash Tech has everything the cannabis retailer needs to track, manage, and secure the cash earned in the dispensary. Don't take chances with your cash. Call Cash.
So welcome to the Business of Cannabis. Uh, our first guest we're pretty excited about. This is Christian Valdez, the co-founder and CEO of Traffic Roots. Uh, Christian is one of the most knowledgeable uh, marketing operators in the industry, and he's put together a pretty unique cannabis advertising agency that also offers an ad platform. Uh, Christian and Traffic Roots uh, work with dispensaries and other cannabis players uh, from all over California and Canada. Uh, I should also mention, by the way, that Matt and I used to run a digital agency ourselves, so we admire anyone. We did. Yeah. Brave enough to be in the business. So Christian, yeah. welcome. Thank you, guys. Pleasure to be here with you. And yes, it, you're absolutely right. Uh, brave is the proper term for <laughs> it. I put a lot of uh, thought into that word. I, <laughs> I thought, uh, yeah, brave, brave will cover it. Um, or, or maddening, one of the two. Maddening. No, we're big believers, and we both believe this is the golden age of the agency because uh, COVID has, has taught people you need to cover all your bases. It's not about traditional versus digital, it's everything, and it needs to be interconnected and needs to be seamless it needs to be elegant and and it's constant work and yep. um so that's why we're, we're glad you're on the show we're going to talk about that uh but first let's give us this the traffic routes backstory how did you get into it um and how did how did this sort of offering um come about well when i was five years old well that's too far back let's let's yeah. move forward a little bit no, a little bit kidding. I was previously the, the CEO of another ad network and um, we kept getting cannabis requests uh, randomly. This was years ago. So it, it was intriguing to me and I, I made it just, a, it would start off as a weekend, just pet project, meaning like, hey, let me find other ad networks, uh, other digital marketplaces, demand side platforms, whichever you want to call it, in which we can refer business to. Um, and I didn't find anything. That's that's the bottom line. And it just it was very intriguing that there wasn't anything for such an industry that had such great potential uh, in an emerging market such as California, where I'm at. And, and that led into six months, eight months. It took a year worth of research. That's how embedded I was in, in finding something like this. So finally, I basically said, you know what? I think it's time. I think it's time I, I make a jump and, and take a leap of faith, literally, as I said, uh, and and build a plane while jumping off a cliff. And that's literally what it's described when you start a company. So I left that company and I met up with one of my previous head developers at that company that no longer worked there. Uh, and I kind of just pitched them and said, hey, I have this crazy idea. This is the research I've been doing for about a year and I can't find anything. So either we wait for somebody to build it or we take the initiative to build it ourselves. And because he understood the inner workings of what a demand side platform is, he was very excited about it. He's like, yeah, if, if, you're, if you're leading the way, then, then we'll do it. And that's kind of where the genesis of Traffic Group started. We started building the demand side platform from scratch. So our all our technology that we have is all proprietary to us. Um, and then six years later, here we are. So that's the, the, the short and sweet story of how everything kind of started. That's awesome. That's cool. Uh, great story. I mean, I always love, I mean, I've been an entrepreneur for my entire life, pretty much. And I've started three or four companies. And it's great to hear, like, you know, that kind of a story um, in this industry. 
It's rare to hear a five-year-old getting into it, but that's cool. Yeah, you know, you're ahead of your time. Yeah, yeah. For those diapers. Yeah, exactly. So, so tell me about your ad platform and how it works. Sure. So our our concept from the beginning was to provide cannabis agencies, cannabis brands, a self-serve platform in which they can do it themselves and, and learn themselves on how to market the product. So what we did is, is we have kind of a two-pronged approach to our platform. On one side of things, we, we have the self-serve platform where agencies and advertisers of dispensaries or brands can actually go in there and set up their own campaigns and uh, upload creatives, upload links, um, set up campaigns by targeting specific states, specific counties, um, just the general ba basis of, of marketing really. And all the way down to just simplifying that process and providing a, a safe environment for these dispensaries and brands to be able to advertise effectively. Because even for us, knowing what we know, we still have to tippy toe around Google. And, and, it, and it's kind of ridiculous because yeah. Yeah. we're not doing I it. it. We don't sell anything. You know, we're, yep. we're, we're a technology company that happens to focus on the cannabis industry. So yep. it, it, it's our objective was to be able to say, okay, well, how can we service not only the industry, how can we provide value to the industry and providing them that mainstream access to sites and publishers that we're able to get for them um, in which they can advertise within guidelines, obviously, but freely. So with that said, our supply side, it's fairly robust. I mean, we have anything from mainstream blogs to people to TMZ to some of these bigger publications that have given us the green light to be able to advertise mm -hmm. on their sites. Um, yeah. And that's just on the technology platform, one side of the technology platform. Um, on the other side, it's kind of what you're asking as well. Some of these agencies and brands basically say, well, you know, I understand it, but I don't know how to do it. Yeah. So can you do it for me? And, yep. and that's kind of where our managed service comes into play, where we have internal media buyers and, and traders that utilize our platform to help them scale their business, track conversions, and, and kind of do it the right way and, and be able to optimize like it should and piggyback off of the data that we're able to provide for them to give them a, a holistic picture of that digital consumer journey and how that works in, in that ecosystem of, of digital marketing. So Christian, let, take me through this. I'm, I'm going to be, I have, an, I have a dispensary. I'll have three dispensaries and in any state you want uh, to imagine. Um, and I'm doing okay, but not great. I come to you and say, I want to expand and I, I obviously want to grow and I want to get my message out. What Take me through the things I should think about and what should I common mistakes uh, that, you know, you see people like me make, and then what is it that, you know, traffic routes could accelerate or improve on? Absolutely. So the, the beginning, the, the genesis of whether your dispensary is a brand is the branding itself, your logo, your website. If you're selling something online, you know, making sure your e-commerce solution is 
is up to scale, up to snuff on what you're looking to do, specifically on conversion tracking. So that's kind of the, the beginning of it. And that's one of the exercises that we go through with a dispensary or a brand. Uh, we say, okay, well, let's take a look at your website. Who are you using? What e-commerce software are you using? Uh, in some cases, some of these e-commerce softwares require you to have like a, a paid version to be able to track conversions. Um, and we kind of walk them through the process. Are you tracking conversions? Are you tracking leads? What is the KPIs that you're looking to achieve? If you're a dispensary to, to your example, then we say, what are you currently doing? What's actually working or not working for you? You know, and most of the time we see, well, we tried social media and it didn't do that well, or we got kicked off. That's right. Tried I tried Google. social media for a week right. and nothing happened. Yeah, yeah nothing exactly. Happened. You know, and, and we tried Instagram, but we, right. it was know, one of our guys yeah. accidentally put a, a post that he wasn't supposed to, and we got kicked out of Instagram. Um, so then we say, okay, well, what kind of metrics are you measuring from that? And, and just giving them the basics of it. How are you measuring? What's working? and What's not working? And then from there, so, we basically take it a step further. Go ahead, get a question. No, so what um, what software are you using to measure those metrics? Good question. So uh, unfortunately, we use Google Analytics for them to be able to measure the site performance. And Google Analytics mm -hmm. is, is good for what it is. You know, you're, you're able to measure visits on site. You can segment the traffic that's hitting your site. When we mean traffic, we mean users. Um, you can have users coming in from Instagram. You can have users coming in from a blog. You can mm -hmm. have users come in from, you know, a radio show like yours. Yeah. Um, and, and then we can identify, okay, well, what source is actually working? And then Google is good enough to basically say, they hit your site, they, they, they spent so much time on X pages, or they left, which is bounce rate. Mm -hmm. um, and then from there, Google Analytics is kind of a beast of itself. Yeah. You need yeah. to understand Google Analytics. You need to understand um, event tracking on Google Analytics. You need to understand Google Console, uh, as an example, to track some of these metrics. So it starts there. Um, and, and we ask these questions like, are you utilizing those? And some of them are. Some are very sophisticated in the way they do it, specifically mm -hmm. the e-commerce sites. And some of them are like, yeah, I don't have a Google Analytics account. So that's yeah. kind of where we try to coach them before they even engage with us, because we want to make sure we set them up for success. You know, do you yeah. have one, two, three set up? And if so, great, let's let's move to the more advanced functionality of it. But we want to make sure that at the core, they have the basics set up. And then we talk about the solutions that we're able to provide for them. Yeah, and I think nowadays people are a little bit more, um, you know, kind of aware of, you know, the, the analytics that they should have. Um, so that's that's cool that you you know kind of say where are you at because you know rewind like 10 years ago no one even knew what google analytics was <laughs> right so um that's awesome that you're um that you're doing that if you think about digital marketing my personal definition of digital marketing or, or marketing as a whole is mm -hmm. a combination of a couple of different segments um, in the in the initial creatives, it's it's a visual. You're trying to engage a consumer with your visual, whether it's your branding mm -hmm. or your ads. And then once somebody goes and, and clicks on your ad, the next thing is, well, what is that ad doing, and who is it approaching, or who's engaging with that ad? I should say. So then mm -hmm. it transfers from almost like a graphic design visual to a data 
analysts because then you're yep. saying like, what is the data telling me and who's clicking on these ads? And then furthermore, you have, well, what's converting from those ads and who's converting from those ads. So it's a combination of the psychology of creating and appealing advertisement, the analytics of who's doing what and where, and the business financial on how it's converting. So you have almost three different segments that you have to be proficient to understand Mm -hmm. to really be able to scale your digital marketing or your marketing in general. And, and that's some of the pieces that people miss. So we're talking with Christian Valdez of uh, Traffic Roots, a um, cannabis advertising agency. And I've learned so far that uh, you guys offer an ad platform, but there's a lot of work that needs to be done to set things up. There's a lot of moving pieces. There's a lot of data. Then you bring in creatives, you put it all together, you're right. Okay, so I'm thinking, I don't want to do this myself, most likely, <laughs> because I have my three uh, dispensaries. I'm busy running my dispensaries, let alone doing all this stuff. Yeah. So without um, talking specifically about traffic routes, maybe tell me what, what should I think about when I'm trying to source out an agency to help me? What are the issues, what are questions I should be asking? Uh, what are some of the pitfalls I should be avoiding? Because um, you've sold me on, yeah, I, I, who doesn't want to advertise? Everyone knows it's tough. You're saying traffic routes can provide you with an avenue to do that. But do I really want to do that? Probably not. So how, how do I get someone to do it for me? Good question. So I think the, the branding aspect of it is step one. Having your branding and what your messaging is, is, is first and foremost. Second is working with whoever's doing the branding because that should be established already to generate some ads that speak to that same branding. And, and then from there, it's kind of like, okay, who's your target audience? If you have people walking to your dispensary, do you know who they are? And, and what I mean by that is age, gender, frequency, income, where, what location they're coming from within the city, those are all important things that will give you some key metrics to understand as to where you're marketing. So one of the tools we use, we're able to geoframe a dispensary. And that's one of the initial things that we do. And what that means is we draw a little circle around the dispensary that allows us to identify the foot traffic to that dispensary. And the data that we're able to get from that on our platform is exactly that, gender, age, income, how far are they driving? What zip codes are they coming from? And then we aggregate that data to be able to use it and create an audience around it. So one of the pitfalls that we see is the lack of, of, of basics from, from a dispensary in the sense where it's like, oh, agency so-and-so told me that they found a way on how to circumvent Google and Instagram and Facebook. And they say they can get us ads on there. And my first question is, is there anything in your contract on what they're going to do if they get you kicked out of any of these social platforms? And the answer is no. So like there's basics I need. I need to have my yeah. branding. I need to have my vision. I need to have my strategy. I, I, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, there's no point calling an agency until you have that. And then when you have an agency, you better be sure you're telling, they're doing what you 
what you need them to do. There aren't yeah. any shortcuts. No, no um, there's not. You know, Google will literally uh, wipe you off the face of the earth if you aren't doing things right. So, you know, Christian, I think what you're saying is yeah. we do things right. And, you know, it, it, it takes time, 100%. But if you do things right, you'll get found. Right. And it's, it's digital marketing is a, a very broad term. If we, if we really dig down deep, because within the marketing spectrum, you have your branding, which we discussed, you have your content, which is SEO based, you have your, you know, search, if you're trying to do search, depending on who you are, you may or may not be able to do, um, you have your email marketing, you have your blogs. You know, you have your your PR or your your kind of partnerships, kind of like we're doing here. Um, so there's all these segments within marketing that need to be understood from a kind of a high point to see that same concept that we talked about earlier. Which ones am I doing, and which ones are working, and which ones are not working? Yep. And by by understanding those basic concepts, you're going to be in a better position, whether you work with an agency or whether you work with somebody like us. Uh, with anybody really, because that's going to give you uh, the analytics that you need to make an educated decision on how to grow your your, your presence. Lots to think about. Um, that's one of the funny, not funny, that's the wrong word. It's so much opportunity in this business, but these added complexities of legality and so on just make the challenge greater. Okay. So you're just juggling more balls. So, so yep. marketing's hard enough, but you now now you just can't go to Instagram or Google and get AdWords. Um, you have to be uh, intelligent about it, um, and make um, what I'm hearing is make sure you talk uh, to the right agency, ask the hard questions, and make sure they give you the the hard answers uh, yeah. of how they're going to to do what needs to because it's not so easy to reach people in this business. Yeah, it, to your point, like answering the hard questions, it's like, okay, you're saying you can get me on Google and Facebook. Their terms and conditions says that you can't. So why are you telling me that you can? And obviously you don't have a backdoor to any yeah. of these because <laughs> let's be honest, yeah. nobody does. Um, so the moment I hear that, like, oh, so-and-so agency told me they could do it. I'm like, ah, you know. Yeah, no. Take it for, for a grain of salt. You know, it's I, Google, yeah, with, uh, Google with one O. That's the, that's the platform there. <laughs> They're <Exactly>. dominating. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, you know, the, the pitfalls of some of these dispensaries is underestimating the complexities of marketing, uh, but also how to understand it and put it into simple terms. Because it could be very simple if you understand it from the beginning and by answering the right questions, then sure. you would get a better understanding of what you need to do. Now, one of the things that you guys asked was like, well, if I'm a dispensary owner, what kind of strategies can I use? But we're working, for example, with a few MSOs where we're doing exactly that. We're geoframing their locations of all the foot traffic that's going to their dispensary within a week or 30 day period. We're generating a digital audience from that. And then we're able to remarket to them online through digital ads or videos. So then it's, it's kind of like that concept where you go to a online retail store, you're looking at whatever, some running shoes. And you're like, I'm going to think about it. I don't really need them. You exit and guess what? You go to a content site and those shoes are following you around. 
and then they keep showing up and they keep popping up mm -hmm. to the point where you're like, you know what, I, 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 I'm going to buy them. And you click on the ad because they're the shoes you want, and then you make the purchase. So it's the same mythology that we use by creating an audience for dispensaries and just continue to be in front of them because we know they physically worry at your dispensary. So we just basically say, hey, come back. We'd love to see you again. Check out what we got. Now, th there is more to that because if you think about it, if we're able to do that with one dispensary, we could do that with any retail location. Meaning, is there an association with your dispensary and yoga studios? Is there an association with your dispensary and country clubs or, or, or you know, mm -hmm. golf clubs? Because that will give you some of that angle. Because if I'm targeting, as an example, a yoga studio, and I create an audience from the, from the yoga studios in my city, multiple, you know, whatever the number that is, then my messaging is softer. It's more holistic. It's more health-driven. It's more flexible. Yoga <laughs> exactly, flexible is yeah. the point. Uh, where in comparison, if I'm able to geoframe an event, uh, like an actual consumption event, it's a different. It's a different. Sure, message. it's it's more direct. It's yeah, more direct. You know, uh, unfortunately, we're out of time. This is so interesting, and it it alludes to both the complexity, but put it in a positive sense. All the the potential um, for it when you put it think, when you put it all together, how you can supercharge an offering uh, by yeah. by strategically picking the the avenues that are most likely to work. You don't know what's most likely to work, so you got to try a lot of stuff. Um, and you know, through data and experience, you you figure it out. I'm talking to Christian Valdez of Traffic Roots. Um, very interesting offering. Trafficroots.com is the website. So I, I encourage you all to uh, check it out and give Christian a call if you have any marketing questions in the cannabis space. Christian, thank you very much. This was great. Yeah, thanks, Christian. It was great. Thank you for having me, guys. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. And we'll be right back uh, with more of the business of cannabis. Cannabis is brought to you by Cash Tech Currency Products, North America's leading cash management provider for cannabis retailers. Cash recyclers, smart safes, software and services, Cash Tech has everything the cannabis retailer needs to track, manage, and secure the cash earned in the dispensary. Don't take chances with your cash. Call Cash. To the uh, business of cannabis, we've got um, a very interesting guest. I think uh, 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 from uh, all the way from Belém, Portugal, we tracked him down. Uh, Kuraj Keshavani, who is a CEO yes, sir. of Rethink, uh, Rethink Financial. Um, Rethink does a lot of stuff, and in fact, uh, Kuraj started his business career in the nightclub space. And then he sort of leapfrogged from that to creating an interesting new payment option that cannabis dispensaries can use to get paid through the blockchain. 
And uh, fortunately, uh, Courage brings a lot of uh, brain power to the subject, so we can all learn what the blockchain actually is and how it applies here. Uh, Courage is an engineer, and he's a PhD in the field of biomedical medical engineering. So hopefully he knows what he's talking about. Courage, welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much, David. Thank you, Matt yeah. and David Fowler. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Thank you, guys. So why don't we start with, with just explaining the name, because there's obviously a lot to that. And it, I'm, I'm guessing it alludes to sort of what you're bringing to the cannabis space. What's what do you mean by rethink financial? What do you guys, you know, what's your so vision? rethink financial started as um, as a branch of one of my first fintech companies. So like you mentioned, I was in the nightlife industry where my fintechs were doing transactions for guys like Live Nation, where we were doing ticketing for Taylor Swift concerts, right? And mm -hmm. we were selling alcohol and stuff through our apps. Um, and all that was fantastic. And suddenly COVID hit and all of our clients just shut down. Uh, we had to let go of a bunch of our employees because we just didn't have any revenue coming in. And at that time, uh, our partners, we were partnered with a few different companies like Square, PayPal, and Fiserv. Um, and we told them the hemp and cannabis space looks very interesting. It's booming. Um, you know, it's, it's a space that needs help and we should get into it for transactional purposes. Uh, and at that point, uh, we realized a major, major issue where Visa, MasterCard and all these old school rails um, mm -hmm. did not want to transact in the industry, right? Yeah. And these, these old school rails can set the regulations for who can transact in there with their MCC codes. Uh, and they're pretty powerful as Visa and MasterCard go, more powerful than banks sometimes, in my opinion. Um, and that did not so well with us. Um, so at that time, we had to rethink how we can do transactions in the cannabis industry quickly and compliantly. Because compliance is a big key of the cannabis industry. Mm -hmm. it's, been, it's been so shady for so long that we yep. cannot be another payment processing company that shadily does transactions under the radar. We just, we just right, have to change things up. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Right. Yep. Yep. And we, we had to change things up to make it so that it was all above board, all legal, all, all auditable, and that people could, you know, transact very quickly and securely. And that's the point we said we have to rethink transactions in the space. And that's where rethink started from. And that's where the blockchain system started from that we created. Right. So, um, you know, for, for people that don't understand, maybe define what a blockchain is. Because obviously Matt so, and I are deep, uh, deep knowledge, uh, obviously. But yeah. maybe there's so, someone who doesn't know it. All I know is it's called the blockchain. Anything more than that, you're teaching me. Fair enough. So blockchain is a very generalized term, right? Um, what, what we want to talk about is DeFi, right? Decentralized financing, where mm -hmm. we're taken away from the idea of a central bank doing transactions from one central location to the other to decentralizing the system over multiple servers all over the world. And then putting putting a chain system so that it's spread over these servers all over the world so it's hard to get into, i.e. hack into. Uh, it also makes it so that transactions are a lot more secure and faster. So it's basically like a blockchain consists of these little blocks and each block is a transactional hash. So each block is consisting of multiple transactional hashes that creates one block. 
and then each block is created for the next transactional head. That's another block, and that that's what creates this chain of blocks, and that's what's called the blockchain. Mm -hmm. What we do is kind of transform how blockchains work, where in a traditional sense, when it comes to guys like Ethereum and Bitcoin, for example, you would crack a hash, someone would solve the hash code, and a block would be created. For us, there is no such, no such mining, for example. Mm -hmm. We created a system where each hash is just followed by another hash. So, and hash is how a transaction gets its value. It's like a, it's, it's, it's the number for each transaction in layman's term. And we basically created a system where each has an input and output hash number and each hash's output number is the next hash's input number. So we created a long chain. So instead of creating multiple blocks, we created a massive long decentralized chain, which makes things a lot faster uh, and makes things a lot more efficient energy-wise. So today, our blockchain, that's why, is the most energy-efficient blockchain on the planet and is the fastest blockchain on the planet as well. Mm-hmm. So how does this apply to um, like the cannabis industry and how can um, you know, cannabis dispensaries take advantage of this? Right. So the big problem with cannabis has always been Visa and MasterCard not be willing to kind of transact with their rails in the cannabis industry. The way we see Visa and MasterCard rails is they're an old school clunky rail system uh, with good levels of security. Um, and we basically created another rail that kind of rallies a Visa and MasterCard rail. So we created our own blockchain rail in which transactions can happen. On our blockchain rail, we also launched our currency, the stable bank coin, um, which is one-to-one tied to the U.S. dollar and backed by TD Ameritrade. And every transaction Mm -hmm. on our blockchain happens on these stable bank coins, right? So let's say, for example, um, if you go into a dispensary, you want to buy some cannabis, it costs you $100. You either give them $100 worth of cash Visa and MasterCard are not going to transact in the industry or use mm-hmm. our blockchain system to get $100 worth of SBC, stable bank currency, and quickly and securely transact it to the actual, um, to the actual cannabis dispensary. And for us, we don't use any Visa and MasterCard rails, so we're tied into our blockchain rails, and that's tied into an ACH rail as well. So to hey, Karaj, that, can, I, can I jump in here? Here's where... Sure. I say, okay, that sounds amazing. I'm not <laughs> quite sure what you're talking about. So uh, I, I have a dispensary um, and someone's going to pay for that $100 purchase. Correct. And they're not going to use a debit card. They're not going to give me cash. How does it work? Like take me through the actual process because... I got so lost the, in like a dollar. Is it a dollar? Like, take me through what works so that. So that got it. Yeah. Got it. So the process is fairly simple. They would go to rethinkpay.io, just create an account with us. And then you know, they'll their have phone, an like literally on their, like their physical literally right mobile there. Base. Okay. Takes two seconds. Correct. Okay. Uh, takes two seconds. They'll create an account right then and there, get approved through our KYC process. That's know your customer process. 
it's a quick background check that we have to do, making sure that every person that transacts in our blockchain system is, you know, real and who they say they are. Uh, after that, they would basically fund their rethink account. They could either do that directly with their bank account and or they could do it with Apple Pay, Google Pay, credit card and debit card. And this is where we can use credit cards and debit card rails to fund their rethink accounts. And after the account is funded, they basically can pay with their rethink account to the dispensary using our blockchain rails or classic ACH rails. Um, and those, we kind of created a system where these classic ACH transactions, instead of taking seven days, happen in about a few seconds and it's verified and pushed through a blockchain very, very quickly as well. So uh, um, a customer is gonna come up to the counter pull out their phone and scan like a QR, a QR code? Yeah, like, literally. So they're going to scan oh, okay. a QR code or they're going to get a text message from the dispensary and the right. text message will have a link in there. They'll click the link and connect their Apple Pay and pay. And then they, just, just, pay, and then they just pay yeah. and you're done. Like literally, it's, it's like tap yeah. almost. It's, it's literally oh, like yeah. tap where, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it. It's that fast. Okay, wow. Okay. And... And, and I, as a dispensary owner, how do I get the money? How do I get money? So you as a dispensary owner- Are you sending owner, me Bitcoin or something? Some, no, no, no. Some. Uh, as a dispensary owner, uh, all your money is held securely with us on a one-to-one -one ratio. Like I said, the stable bank currency is backed directly by the US dollar. Um, ah. So if you have $10,000 in an account, 10,000 SPCs, that directly equivalents to 10,000 USD. And mm -hmm. they just ask for a cash out, right? Like a simple payout. I want to transact, push that money into my bank account or push this money to one of my, uh, something I want to purchase. So give it to someone that I want to purchase product from. So we see that a lot happening where uh, these dispensaries will send money out directly to um, businesses that they buy product from. Yeah. Um, and so you have your own stablecoin? We have our own stablecoin. Um, we actually are the creators of Hyperledger Fabric 3.0. Uh, so if you ever Google okay. that, we actually license our technology out to IBM itself. Um, after cool. IBM found out about us and audited us, they decided to partner with us for our technology too. Nice. And we launched our own stablecoin in there. Yeah. Yep. So we're talking to Karaj Kishvani of um, Rethink Financial. Um, in a cafe in uh, Bellum, uh, Lisbon, which is kind of fun. This might be in hearing some people in, in Yeah, in Portugal. So having uh, yeah. a few, uh, I don't know, those egg tarts and some other treats, I'm assuming. Um, so in essence, I'm a dispensary. I don't really care about all this fancy stuff. All I know is someone can walk in and pay and I get money in my account. And, As a dispensary, and, and it sounds like right. real fast, like way faster than Visa will pay me. Correct. So as a dispensary, all you need to know is someone can come in and pay very, very quickly. And most importantly, they can pay securely and legally. The key here is being right. compliance, right? Right. Uh, compliance is the code that we crack. Yes, our, our blockchain is the best blockchain in the world and everything else. But the key that we have to crack is the compliance piece to make sure all these dispensaries can legally accept this tender without you know, being shut down or anything of that nature. Mm -hmm. And that's what we hear about all the time. It's great. You get yeah. someone and, and, and three months later, you're getting someone else to, for payments. 
and it's a night, it can be a nightmare, which is why, I mean, there's so much cash, obviously. Right. And people yeah. lose a lot of money this way. Like I, I know dispensaries out in LA that have told me that they've lost hundreds of thousands of dollars because their payment processor just like shut down and was not responsive anymore. Yeah. We've heard the same thing. Um, and in some cases like getting fifty, hundred thousand dollar chargebacks, um, you know, from Visa, MasterCard, debit. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think your solution solves a lot of problems in the industry. Oh, it, it definitely does. I'm sorry I go a little bit into the more technical side. I'm a technical person. And, no, it's um, good to actually talk to someone who knows what they're talking about. It's rare. It's nice. <laughs> I like it. Because normally Dave just it. listens yeah. to me. and I, don't I just listen really to Matt or I talk about. to myself and I convince myself <laughs> I understand something, but I don't. But this is, you know, as a dispensary owner... That, that's it's um, well, there's nothing wrong with having alternative payment forms, yeah. Uh, but this solves a lot of those problems. Uh, does it does it interact with the POS system in some way? Does it need to so get we, reports? We How does actually that work? do. Mm, oh, we we do work with a few POS systems, and we are currently working with a few of the big boys. I don't think I'm allowed to say their names, but they love that's the fun. Janes, apparently. Okay. Um, and we, we interact with a few different POS systems. But in the cannabis space, there's just so many different POS systems. We like to make sure if they're big, we'll work with them. Um, if they're, you know, up and coming, we usually give them a little time to see if they're going to stay in the industry before we reach out to them to see if we can integrate with them. I can, under I can understand that. Fair enough. Uh, they're almost as flaky as... Uh... Tech in, uh, in cannabis is almost as flaky as like the, the payments. Like they come and go and there's a million. Uh, it's very different. unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, well, it's a new industry. It's exciting. It's shiny. And uh, I mean, I'm, you know, it'll be like other any other industry, but I hear what right. you're saying. Yeah. So how do I get started? What do I have to do to, you know, it sounds all sounds great. I, don't, I mean, I'm not trying to pump your tires too much, but it sounds like a no brainer to me. Because, you know, oh, so one, how do I get started? And then two, once you explain that, uh, take us through, like, the cost compared yeah. to Visa or some of the other options. So, so uh, for, us, for us to get started, is pretty pretty simple. You just go to rethinkbank.com and sign up. You, you can sign up as an actual customer to just have a Rethink account and bank with us. Or you can sign up as a business and sell um, sell services through us, obviously. Uh, that would be for the dispensaries. We're also launching our own POS system uh, in the next two months uh, here too, just to kind of have that control in-house because we understand what's needed um, for the cannabis industry. Um, so it's fairly simple. Just go to rethinkbank.com and sign up. The costs are pretty straightforward. We don't charge dispensaries anything to sign up. Um, or have accounts with us. We usually just do a one-time transaction fee every time a transaction happens of 5.9%. Um, and that's just to make sure our lawyers are paid for for every of these transactions, just because um, from everything that we've done over the last few months and years, we had to spend a lot of money in lobbying for the US government for stable currencies and everything else. So it's just a fee we have to charge to make sure we can stay alive and keep pushing the right agendas. Mm -hmm. And that's the fee. That's that's all I need to know is dispensary. 
And as far as comparing to things like Visa and MasterCard, obviously they don't um, deal in the industry. Then you have something called cashless ATMs, which have become popular over the last few years, sure. um, which we know are illegal. And after speaking to Visa for the last three months, we know they're shutting them down as we speak and putting lawsuits against them. So I would, I would try to stay away from them for now. Mm-hmm. just because we know they go against Visa and MasterCard regulations. Um, but they usually charge about 5 to $6 per transaction flat out. And I think there's a monthly fee of like a few hundred dollars too on that end. Hmm. Right, but it doesn't solve that. Yeah, it's interesting. It doesn't solve the problem, but I get why people want to do it because they're desperate yeah. for something other than cash. Correct. Yeah. Because uh, consumers are not, uh, we're just used to, having options and then you come into a dispensary right. and you're telling me I don't have an option. Correct. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's very simple just because people are not carrying cash around as much. Right. Um, and if they are, that's fantastic. It solves the problem right there. Pay with cash transactions all above board. And if they're not dispensaries are looking to increase their transactional volume by giving them things like credit card options and things like that. Cause mm-hmm people usually end up spending a little bit more when paying with credit cards and debit cards and of direct cash. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking, so yeah, you know, it's, um, it's cool. Like there's so many options. Sometimes I think people are paralyzed um, to do anything because there's too many choices. Like there's so many solutions to problems. Uh, I maybe there, but this sounds okay. You know, like uh, uh, an easy solution to a very difficult problem. So that's cool. What do you yeah, tell no. me? Tell me about the vision. So, what's the rethink vision over the next couple of years? So, the rethink vision has been um, very straightforward. The cannabis industry was an entrance point for us to kind of show the world how transactions need to happen, how they don't need to be secured with Visa and MasterCard. Um, Over time now, we've also taken out the country of Cambodia, who is one of our clients, and we're launching our blockchain in the country of Cambodia uh, and stable bank currency, SBC, Cambodian stable bank currency for the country of Cambodia to stabilize their economy because their currency has gone through some massive hyperinflation. Mm-hmm. So our goal is fairly simple. We're trying to make stable bank coin and our blockchain a standard throughout the world as to an easy way to transact internationally, know who your customer is quickly, and have borderless payments. Because me sending money from here to, from US to, let's say, Argentina, should not cost me 10% on PayPal. I, I find that to be absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it yeah. should I should be able to send my money to my bank in Argentina without without a problem, mm-hmm. uh, and that's just not the case. Borderless payments is just not a big thing. So cannabis industry transactions was just a start for us to kind of show that we can do a lot of these things legally, compliantly, and very very quickly. And from here, we're now going into a lot of different industries, um, taking over a country, going into the oil industry just to kind of standardize and show a lot of people what the blockchain can itself do and what the capabilities of our system are, you know? Yeah, there's no money in energy, so I think you're wasting your time there, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just cannabis, yeah. Stay there, that's amazing, that's cool. Well, that's a vision. 
We, are, we like that's to ask that vision. question. That's a good vision. I like that one. Change <laughs> the, the way money operates on, right, this, that's on, it. This, on this planet. <laughs> on the planet. Yeah. yeah forever. <laughs> it's a small goal. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that's awesome. So we, we have like been, the, yeah. yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, we, we're just a little bit of ambitious bunch of, you know, entrepreneurs here that like to push the envelope a little bit. Yeah, that's there's no pushing the envelope. You're smashing the envelope. You're burning it. That's cool. Yeah. No, it's a great. It's very interesting. And 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 just like small scale, like you're a dispensary, solve that problem um, for your customers. It also happens to solve maybe a bit of cash flow problem for you, um, and not have to worry about this stuff. We have been talking to Karaj Keshpani of Rethink Financial who has the, uh, uh, and I should mention your website, www.rethinkbank.com. Very simple. So if you're a dispensary or, or a customer, you can sign up and, and use um, and use Rethink's new rails to, uh, to pay simply and easily. Um, well, we're, Karaj, thanks very much. It's very interesting. Yeah, yeah, thank uh, you so much now. for having me on here. I appreciate your time and appreciate you taking the time to Learn a little bit more about rethink and talk about rethink. And enjoy uh, enjoy your time in Portugal. Yes, enjoy. It sounds Absolutely. nice. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey. Well, well, Thanks for having us talk to you shortly. Yeah. We were here with uh, Kuraj Kashvani. Uh, you're on the business of cannabis, and we'll be right back. This is brought to you by Cash Tech Currency Products, North America's leading cash management provider for cannabis retailers. Cash recyclers, smart safes, software and services, Cash Tech has everything the cannabis retailer needs to track, manage, and secure the cash earned in the dispensary. Don't take chances with your cash. Call Cash. That's our show for today. Uh, some pretty interesting guests: Christian Valdez from Traffic Roots and Kuraj mm-hmm. Kishvani from Rethink Financial. Uh, quite disparate on some levels, but both innovative. So, if I had to draw a theme, that would be it. Um, Matt, your thoughts about? I mean, as someone who um, ran a digital agency, a media agency for <laughs> some years. Give me your thoughts about traffic routes and their take and their and their sort of um, strategy of creating this platform and mm-hmm. self serve for some people, or you can use us and 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 your take on on that and how, and what the the uh, cannabis space will think about. Well, well, I think the the big thing for um, you know any company doesn't cannabis or or otherwise you have to start with the customer and uh, understand what they are looking for what they want what they need um and work backwards from there and i think um you know if if christian um you know is true to his word then you know i think they're on the right track um but you know that's the the biggest thing for 
any company is really, you know, what does the customer want and how do we deliver that to them? Uh, it's not about tricking anyone or, um, you know, kind of um, moving, um, moving the needle in a, in, in a way that doesn't really support the customer. Um, you know, that's really what, I think. You really, you may have to be honest and truthful, and actually uh, market your product <laughs> to the actual customer. And uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I I'm mean, closing uh, my, I'm closing my dispensary today because <laughs> that's not what I signed up for. No, but you're right. Um, I like the idea of a platform. I like the, you know, advertising yeah. in in cannabis, as we all know, is is difficult because the traditional uh, platforms are closed for now and for the immediate future. So I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I think what Christian was saying is, yeah, but the hard work is who, who, who are your customers? Who are you? And why should they come to your dispensary in a real way? Yeah. As yeah. opposed to mechanically saying, well, I'll just advertise and they'll come. Well, they won't. Uh, unfortunately, if there was one dispensary, maybe. But there aren't yeah. very many places where it's just one dispensary. Yeah. And I, I think that um, the companies that do it right will win in the end. Right. And commit to it and, yep. and not try to do it right. That's what um, not try to do it right the first time. Be, be, understand that this is a pros. you know, you're going to be uh-huh. working with traffic routes for a few years and you'll be using that platform of them of theirs for, for a long time as you try to figure out what resonates and why. Mm-hmm. Is it red? Is it blue? Is it green? Is it yellow? Is it, you know, is it a jingle? Is it whatever is going to resonate with people? It was cool. No, it was an interesting take. It's not just another agency. So uh, that's why we had him on. I thought it, it was uh, yeah, an no, interesting it was take great. on that. So, uh, but then even talking about innovation, uh, Kuraj Kashvani, Rethink Financial, the blockchain. Mm-hmm. I learned yeah. a lot. Um, still don't know if I'm ready to uh, code my own blockchain. Almost, I well, think. You, you probably shouldn't. yeah and then get money on it and uh i think that'd be that'll go well but uh what do you you think of that uh uh as an option as a payments option well i think the whole idea of blockchain and and digital currencies is um you know it's the way things are going to happen in the future and i think they might be a, a bit ahead of the curve um, which might give them, um, you know, um, some sort of a, a an advantage. Yeah, it's yeah time to figure it out. Time, yeah, time to put a, a yeah. ribbon around it and make. It. Um, you know, as a you know, personally, as an early adopter of a lot of digital currencies and and uh, altcoins, um, I think it's you know probably a um, you know, something that people want to look at and consider. Um, but I, I think we're still probably a long way away from, you know, massive, like, yeah. wide adoption. Right. So it's an option, not necessarily the yeah. methodology. Yeah. Exactly. I guess the more the merrier. Why not add another payment option? Yeah, for sure. And people are going to, some people are going to resonate it, resonate with it. And I guess some of the more, technologically adept will be more um, comfortable with it, but certainly we've come a long way. And it's not like you're buying uh, digital currency. You're not. 
is no. just backed by a coin that's attached to the American dollar. So, yeah. Um, and if you, if you, um, you know, for people listening, uh, there's a great book called Crossing the Chasm, which is talking about, um, you know, technology uh, adaptation. And, um, you know, there's, it's like a standard distribution curve. So two and a half percent of people are going to be all over this, but it's going to take, you know, kind of the early adopters, late adopters before it becomes mainstream. And I think, you know, that's what's going to happen with um, a lot of uh, digital currencies. And we're in the very, very early days of that. Yeah, interesting for sure. Uh, unfortunately, we have run out of time. Uh, next week, uh, we'll be back with uh, more interviews and insights. Uh, I'm Dave Sky here with Matt Cook. Uh, until then, please be well. And this is the business of cannabis. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network. Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.